0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Joe's okay. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 your mother. Uh, uh, fuck. Fuck. Fuck fucking fucking Fuck fuck, the fuck. fuck What to do what it do? welcome episode 2 with my first guest on Joey's podcast. That will be your boy Gum. He works in the blockchain cryptocurrency sector industry arena. He's here to tell us a little bit about all that, um, how you could make money, perhaps lose money, what you're really doing, what's really going on with blockchain. So without further ado, Gum. How can you
1: define describe um blockchain to to us basically you need to imagine that like blockchain is a digital ledger that digital ledger everyone holds a copy in that sense it's transparent the the information that's present on that digital ledger is immutable so it cannot be changed one once it's put on there and that gives it authenticity and the last thing is that The actors that play a part in blockchain that are called the nodes, they're spread out throughout the world. And that's called decentralization, which makes it very secure because you can't hack into that system. And so, yeah, that's basically it. Like blockchain, decentralization, immutable, transparent.
0: All right. Well, without a doubt, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, other projects available on blockchain are blowing up right now. Super popular. Um, what's going on? Why, wh- what could be something contributing to this?
1: Um, uh, mm, so, I mean, I think, I think like, um, I think for now, let's say a lot of people, I mean, there's two kinds of people. Like there's the people that have been there for a while, maybe have like suffered like security issues or like they want anonymity, which is kind of provided through like the blockchain because, uh, on a blockchain, you're just a wallet number. Uh, there's nothing that's really like ties you to like the data for example that you would have on like on google or facebook where they know like everything about you in a sense like you might think that they don't but i'm telling you that they do um oh yeah on blockchain you're just like wallet address and that's composed of code and so like maybe maybe you know like people uh, come from like anonymity security i think a large chunk of the population right now not gonna lie comes from the money that like you can make in blockchain and i don't blame them to be honest because i think there's very few opportunities in life where you can put uh let's say like a couple thousands and then in like five years like have it be worth 50 times that 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 same price like normally let's say the traditional way to like do this maybe like you started a business and it blows up (laughs) and then like you have money but uh right now through blockchain you're able to do that because um you're still very early i mean you know like i i mean if you think if you think right now that like you're late you're tripping i'm telling you you're tripping because i saw back in 2017 i didn't buy it but i saw it Binance coin at seven dollars. Now it's worth six hundred. I saw Ethereum at hundred dollars. Now it's 4500 4, You know, I saw Bitcoin at like ten k. I saw Bitcoin like a bunch of times, like, but I just like never got into it. But to give you, let's say, more like uh, st- statistical figure. Well, currently it's said that there's four percent of the world in blockchain in cryptocurrencies that means that like if you go out in the street and like just try it go out in the street and like ask people on the street like hey do you know about blockchain out of the hundred people that like you ask four percent so four of them will have like an answer a positive answer to your question and that tells you i mean that should like motivate you to know like to get educated about like the space and uh start learning like more about let's say the different protocols because the possibilities are like are massive or you and uh, yeah what wait i might be like drifting off a
0: bit no no it's good but how about this then um how about from the other side um as a creator you can consume on blockchain or you can
1: create oh that's a good one like from the creator perspective from the so th- from the creator perspective, and that goes both in arts and also like creation in terms of like being a developer. Um, so like, let's say when you're when you're an artist, you do graphic design or something like that. Uh, so like the traditional like system is that, let's imagine that you work for like a big like advertisement agency and you do like this dope ad and like it ends up going viral and uh, then like everyone just like kind of like uses your your uh, your photo or like whatever ad like you made well you made money at the initial stage of that uh the reason you don't make money throughout the thing is also that since it's the digital like art piece in a sense uh in the traditional system you have no way of like recognizing whether like the one that i have for example or the one that joey has are two copies or one is the original or one is like the other and so for that reason you know it has no value and that's why i think like nfts like are having like such an increase right now but are also going to have like an increase in the future is that you can actually let's say give uh ownership of like a certain like digital piece to someone and so in that sense uh that dope ad that like you created maybe joey like bought it and i just have a screenshot but when i share it like for me it's just a screenshot but when joey shares it and you can like look at all the details that thing has value if joey chooses to like sell that nft so like it's basically like digital image just like remember it's a digital image that has some ownership like associated with it if like joey decides to sell that nft to someone then uh he would make money but also the creator or of that nft would earn the royalties on it so they'd earn like it depends of like the percentage they set but they earn ro- royalties on it for their their lifetime and that's huge in the sense that like also for like music you know music rights and stuff like you can make like your music into an nft If, like, a movie would want, like, to buy it or something, then, like, they buy it and they can use it. But if they resell it, because imagine, like, your movie becomes, I don't know, the music music for, like, Star Wars. Like, your Hans Zimmer, the music that you did, like, becomes the music for Star Wars. And then, like, they want to, like, utilize it for something else. Well, it gained value. But Hans Zimmer, at, like, the pre-initial stage of making that music, there was not all this association with, like, his music. So, he didn't... You know, like, gaining, like, that increase of money. But through, like, this kind of system, like, through this royalty system, if I were, let's imagine that I had, like, loads of money, if I were to, like, buy it, then Hans Zimmer would make money. And if I were to resell it at, like, five times the price, then Hans Zimmer would get, like, for example, let's imagine he put, like, 10% of royalty, he would get, like, whatever, like, selling price I'm putting And 10% of that will go directly to him for the rest of his life. And if the person after me has decided to sell it for 10 times the price, or even for half the price, then he still gets that royalty. And so that's very interesting in the sense that, you know, this ownership culture that, like, you did something. And for that reason, we recognize you and, like, we pay it forward is something that was kind of left out in, like, the previous system. I think it's important to, like, recognize in a sense um the second let's say like interesting bit is also more so like with the the developing scene and like innovation and i feel like that's also where like i feel not only blockchain but blockchain is going to be kind of like catalyst uh, to this movement as uh let's say a lot of so a lot of like the organizations that you see today let's say um, uh, closed closed code I mean I don't know if, I don't think that's like the right term or whatever but like basically their, their code is not open source so like if you want to like look at Facebook codes well in your dreams like you're never gonna see it uh, if you want to look at ubers probably the same answer and the reason why is, like, the data, I mean, like, the data that's being used for, like, these kinds of algorithm is probably, like, f- actually, I'm, like, pretty sure. I'm very sure. I just maybe can't see it because of legal, re- legal reasons, but fuck it. Like. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the things that they do with the data is, like, far from, like, legal, uh, legal structures. Like, I can assure that. And uh, for that reason, they're just, like, never going to share, let's say, uh the code that they have because they don't want you to like understand how uh they run their business and also they don't want people to like copy their code and use it to do maybe a better version and so in a sense like when you think about it at first i had like the same feeling as you i don't know if you thought the same but at first i thought like yeah well you know like Um, whoever like designed uh, uh, Uber or whoever like headed Apple for all these years and like came up with all this knowledge it's only fair that they have a right to like retain it and my boss gave like actually like pretty good uh, pretty good story on that that was um, he basically said like look for for artists uh, it's pretty interest like for artists it's normal that they return retain their rights on ownership because it's, like, something that comes from them. It's, like, them from the start, how they imagine the music, how they imagine, let's say, the certain, like, advertising, the design of, like, the thing. That's, like, a very, like, personal level. But for businesses, it's not you or it's not me or it's not, like, whoever is, like, in this room. It's a collection of people. You had, like, a great idea and then you went to, like your family your friends whoever you know whoever you know that like is intelligent but you don't necessarily like or like people that are just like not super smart like whatever you went to everyone and you asked them their insights about like your idea and through their insights you got basically like uh you got like um, points of improvements, things that maybe were stupid, but you were like, oh, that's actually quite smart. Like, I think I could like add this in like my plan. And then you arrived at like your final stage of like your idea. And so the idea that you had initially is very, very different from the idea that you launched at the end. And so to, for you to retain, let's say, all this knowledge, and then make money from it is actually unfair to like the rest of the people that helped you. I mean, I'm sure that like they get like some kind of like stocks, return, whatever. But in the general idea, this sort of mentality like limits innovation, because in the sense of like blockchain, blockchain applications, everything is open source or blockchain protocols. Everything is open source. That means that, let's say, Joey is a great programmer and he made this application and I really like his application. And I was discussing with Rafa and Rafa gives me this idea. I'm like, okay, maybe we can fork. So do a copy of Joey's application and add what Rafa was saying. And it could cater to this market. Well, then we're doing it. It works. And we expanded, let's say on what Joey said. And maybe then Joey like looks at what we did with Rafa like oh, I think I could do this even better, and adds on. And f- this is kind of like you know um, building construction in Lego. It's like you see something, and since like all the information is available for you to use, well, you you just use it. You just use it. Get your ideas from like other people that are very smart in the space, and it's just like a like infinite library of just very smart and like bright people that you can use from it. and i feel that not only does it like motivate innovation but also motivates people to like do better because in the let's say closed closed code community like you can be complacent with the fact that like the system maybe is a bit shitty but you're making like loads of money so it doesn't really matter whereas in the other system if like a better alternative like comes around well you might be let's say the og of like that space but if the other uh, alternative is way better then people are going to switch
0: all right so when you're thinking blockchain what are some projects that just pop into your mind off top like what are what are some things that you you see going on that are kind of exciting you um that you think you know are going to be big in the future you know this is this is the industry that you work in your sector right here. So, you know, let's get some of that inside info, man. What, what are you, what are you hearing?
1: Like, I mean, so basically like in, in blockchain, like projects, like you got, uh, let's say first category is like DeFi. Uh, DeFi is like decentralized finance, is uh, money lending through people. And uh, so it's like loans, people that take loans and people that uh, like uh, lend, their money yeah okay exactly then you got like nfts that was the thing that i was telling you about digital image with like ownership uh then you got gaming 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 projects on blockchain is going to be huge because combined with that thing of nfts that I was telling you about um imagine you're in a game um um uh, Okay, I'm gonna take Minecraft. I have, I like, haven't played and, like loads of games to be honest. I'm like very uncultivated. Uh, but like, let's imagine like you get uh, something on like, uh, fuck it, World of Warcraft. Never played that game, but I heard that you have like collectibles in this, so like perfect. Uh, so in World of Warcraft, you have let's say your character, and let's imagine you unlock like this crazy good item. Well, in the traditional system, you can't do anything with that item because the game owns it. But in the new system, blockchain related, you have a wallet. So you are that user and you own that NFT, which is like that rare item. And let's imagine that like Joey had it and I really wanted it. Well, I'd be willing to pay him money to his wallet. And I could do that in a very secure manner because it would be put like in a smart contract. Smart contract is basically a digitized contract. It would be like... Joey has rare item, sends it to the smart contract. I have money, I don't know, like one thousand. I send it to some smart contract. Smart contract sees that like there's both, uh, let's say, assets on the table and makes the swap. If I send, let's say, uh, not enough money or like the wrong time type of money, the asset will just go back to Joey. It's as simple as that. But that's that's huge in the sense that before, if you wanted to trade money, trade items in game. It will always be so sketchy, you know, like you'd be in like the game and they'll be like, oh, we want your credit card details. And you're like, "Mm, not really. I don't really don't want to do this and stuff. And like now you got kind of got like a secure way of doing it. And also the other thing is like if, let's say, like tomorrow, World of Warcraft was like, yo, gee, you're a dickhead. We were canceling your account. I'd be like, all right, fuck. And then I lose all my collectibles, including the one that I just bought from Joey. So I'm like, damn, like all this money for nothing. But let's imagine now that like it's actually for blockchain, then I'm still that user. I still have that wallet. And so all the collectibles that I have, even though I'm shut out from the game, I can still sell. And so basically like blockchain is a lot about like ownership, ownership of like there's no there's no people that like control the information. There's no people that gatekeep the information from you. Everyone owns a copy, so you're all part of it, and you're all free to do kind of like whatever you want, as long as like code has been written for it. I guess that's. So. And wait, then different project, pa pa pa. So we went through like DeFi, we went through like gaming, we got um. Uh, NFTs. NFTs. I'll talk about, like, one project that's... Uh, I mean, you, you got you got a whole bunch, to be honest. Like, I was talking with Joey about, like, Tokimak that you should definitely check out. Uh, that's a T-O-K-E-M-A-K. Really good project. You got Sushi, Sushi Swap. That's a DEX decentralized exchange. You should check that as well. Oh, yeah. Basically, you got centralized exchanges, decentralized exchanges. So, centralized, single point of failure. Decentralized, no one really... I mean, everyone owns it. No one really owns a majority of it and then you got uh let's say um projects that are kind of like social impact and so in that you got uh, so for example doing good that's like this nft uh let's say company that sells nfts uh for charitable uh, organization and so like half the profit that they make or like a big chunk i don't really know they basically like do nfts for um for like events and then like a decent size of like the revenue that they get from selling that nft they allocated to like a specific tra- charity so that's a nice concept and then you got like um you got like what fa cub does and so for that i'm gonna try to like make it quite simple i mean basically it's like fa cub is like the company i work out so I work at <laughs> it's a little like promo there for free <laughs> so basically cheers joey we appreciate that. <laughs> uh so basically i mean like what we do at fa cub is like we're a crowd lending crowdfunding platform uh that helps um unbanked farmers all over the world to access loans at low interest rates and so the reason we do that is basically like uh the farmers that we work with they're very small farmers they got like from 0.5 to like 10 hectares which is very small like some ha- some farmers have 500 just for the for the idea and the, the let's say the interesting thing with those farmers is like they're unbanked and so for that reason they don't have let's say any kind of like historical data uh for the government to check like their uh ability to like pay back a loan or like uh, just like run a profitable business basically they're completely completely off the books And so when those farmers, they ask for loan, despite having, let's say, profitable business, because no one can measure it, uh, they get incredibly high interest rates. And so we're talking like 100% interest rates all the way up to 140% interest rates. And so, yeah, exactly For, for for those farmers, you know, like when you imagine like, Imagine I, I'm, a far, I'm a coffee farmer and I make like 10k a year or something selling my coffee. Well, I take a loan for like 5k. I need to pay 10k back. So when I finished, let's say selling my coffee, I pay back the loan and I have no more money left. So the only way to get more money to like continue what I need to do is to get another loan. And so that's what we call like being in the circle of poverty, that there's just no way for you to like get out. Because you always need to have like another loan in order to like, sub- like survive in the world. And so like what we did with blockchain is that we gather money at like very low interest rates uh, here in Europe or like more so everywhere in the world. And we send uh, that money that we gather from individual investors that could be you, like Joey, anyone that's listening, basically anyone that you know. Uh, we get them to like invest in projects of our farmers. Uh, what happens with the money that, like, let's say you put on the platform is that it gets sent through blockchain to uh, communities of farmers uh, so that they're able to use it to run their profitable activity. Uh, from, let's say, the money that you invest, you get like a fixed return of like 8%, which is not bad, to be honest. And the novel thing that we tried to do is like we wanted to make, let's say, your investment more safe in the sense that, like, normally when you invest, let's say, in stocks, crypto, real estate, a bit less, but still a bit, you're kind of, like, subject to the volatility of uh, your investment, you know, like, it goes up, it goes down, that's kind of, like, the name of the game, and um, we wanted to, like, let's say, bring added security to your investment, so what we did is uh, we have our token that's called the FX, which we'll talk about later, later uh, episode, because... Uh, so the FX is basically like we is basically a collateral to your investment. So it's the token of the company. And so what happens is like if we imagine that there's a project that needs ten k to be funded, and ten people like give each hundred euros. All right, we got ten k. Then you would have like an equal amount plus the eight percent that would be taken out in FX as collateral. So you'd be at like 1080, ten eighty, ten eight hundred. And so, in the event that, uh, let's say, the community wouldn't pay back, then the collateral that you have in ethics would be sold back into your initial investment plus the 8% that you were promised. And so, that introduces a very novel concept in the sense that, like, you can't really lose. I mean, of course, anything can happen, and, like, I can't say this with certainty, but from the 298 projects that we've done since 2018, we've had 1% that failed. We had one that defaulted and everyone got paid back. So um, of course, this is, let's say the, the side more like low risk, low reward. in a sense you, you like you stake money, you have a collateral, so you get 8% on the other side of the people that like stake the token. They can get between like 40 percent all the way up to like 96 percent if they stake for like a certain like project, and then if we go back to our little farmers, well, uh, they basically won when they took out the loan. When they paid the loan, they can either like pay it back in like money or pay it back in produce. When they pay get paid back in produce, then we pay them for the fair value of let's say on their crop. And so they end up making more than what they would have traditionally made, like selling it to like the people, uh, to the to their local people. And what we do then is uh, we do a, like little project where we export their crops and we sell it to uh our, let's say our audience at a European price. And fifty percent of what we make, we send back to the farmers. So, you know, it's it's a cool it's a cool system in the sense that like. The company makes just 4% on, like, all the projects. So it's not like we're taking, like, you know, 15% from, like, the farmers and just, like, making mad money from, like, the projects. We're, like, we're actually going to, like, start making, like, good money when we have loads of projects. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's an interesting company that, like, if you want to, if you're interested in, like, social impact and, like, just, like, I don't know, investing in people and, like, generating returns, like, that's, that's one thing. One of those that you should look at. We're like quite small still. So I mean, we're going to be quite small for like a while. So.
0: All right, man. Loving it. we hitting our mark right now. So one more thing I want to get in before we go, because um, I know people come here. They see blockchain this, blockchain that. They want to know how they're going to get rich off of uh, uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever, what have you, you know. Um, and uh, let me remind you all listening. Joey's podcast is not offering financial advice. We are strictly, um, what are we doing here? We are strictly expressing opinions and thoughts. You know, what you do with your money is your problem. All right. But that being said, yam. Yeah, what, what, are, what's a good strategy for those people out there trying to make money um, with blockchain? What's a what's a good strategy? Long term, short term, kind of things. What, what can what can people
1: do? All right. Perfect. Um yeah so like um for for this one to be honest i would say i i didn't use to do that but i think that's probably going to be um that's probably going to be let's say the most beneficial thing for you to do is read the news about blockchain and also like read the news with for example when you go on like um there's a great like there's a great youtube channel that uh does this, they do like little snippets of like news every day, it's altcoin daily. Um, you can also go on uh, Cointelegraph, but no, decrypt, decrypt is the one that I wanted to say, decrypt, like decrypted, but like without ED. And then the final point is like, I'd suggest read the white papers of like the top 10 um, projects out there in uh, on CoinMarketCap. And so the white papers is basically like the business model of like the company. And to be honest, like at first you won't really understand like what you're reading and that's fine. There's a bunch of stuff that you're going to read and you're not going to understand. But like through reading it, like re-seeing it, like maybe using the protocol, uh, talking with like other people, you're going to get it. And that's going to become like invaluable to you because when new projects are going to arise, you're going to see what they do different or maybe what they do the same as like other projects. And so in that sense, you'll have, let's say, this added knowledge of like, oh, maybe putting my money there is like interesting because they're the only one that does that and it's useful because it solves this problem instead of being like, oh, yo, there's like loads of hype in it. And maybe you might catch the train like way earlier than like other people. So I'd suggest like that's one way of doing it. And then like, let's say, I started with like you'd say like kind of like trading i think like trading isn't bad and stuff i think it's a great way to learn uh you know have like resistance support and all that uh i think though with like um you, i'm not saying you can't make like money like trading you definitely can but you need to have like a heart of steel to uh just like go on about trading like every day and it's going to take up a lot of like your mental space and if you don't want to go that route well it's fine because there's other routes too and so like two of those other routes is like you just like hold so you you find like a good project that you like and you just like buy it and maybe you buy it throughout like uh throughout like different time periods you know every time it crashes you buy some more like that you build up like a bag of it and then you just like hold it for like whatever like mm, for like years and then like I'll just give you like, but that's a crazy, crazy, uh, crazy figure. But I'll just give it to you just for the purpose of it. Uh, back in 2015, Ran, uh, the dude from Crypto Banter that Rafa knows, uh, he invested 5K in Binance coin. Today, that 5K is worth 30 million. I'm not saying you can do this, but I'm saying it's not impossible. And I'm also saying that like this it's you it's the only like let's say sector where you'll be able to do this. Like there's no other sector right now that are offer you offering you these types of like gains throughout multiple years. And then uh, another strategy that I'd look into is the world of DeFi. And so that might be when you get like a bit more like experience. I probably like most of you like when you'll start with like crypto you'll start on like centralized exchanges so like there will be like your kraken your like coinbase your binance and then maybe uh you get like kind of like fed up of like the fees or you want to explore a bit and you go on like dexes so decentralized exchanges then you go on like your pancake swap that's like the binance like decentralized exchange so not really decentralized but like kind of then you got like sushi sushi is a great project definitely check it. Like make your own research but definitely check that um then you got let's say um uh you got like pangolin i mean i'm not gonna go through like all the all the uh, let's say like dexes and stuff but like you got a bunch and you can uh, oh another great website for this actually is like defi llama llama with two l's and so there is gonna show you like all the types of blockchains and like all the like different let's say um Things that you have in DeFi, like, I'll let you explore because, like, if I explain it, like, it's just going to, like, take so long and probably, like, you'll get lost. But, uh, like, you have a bunch of, like, different categories of, like, um, applications that do different things. You have, like, for example, like, yield aggregators, like, little companies that are going to find you, like, where you can get the best yield on your cryptocurrencies. You have, like, dex aggregators. So those are the, like, companies that show you, like, Which, uh, let's how you can best swap a token for another using the best route so you pay less fees and you get like more of the other token. You have, um, I don't know, man, like you have a bunch of shit to be honest, like just a lot of stuff to look at. Um, but DeFi, DeFi Llama is like a good thing, and I think like through DeFi, uh, if we can end on like this, is like through DeFi, you're gonna be able to enter uh, in the mindset of like, I have some money and I'm gonna make more money from it rather than like the investing side or like the trading side, which is like, or maybe not the trading, but the investing, which is like, I have money and like, I'm buying more. There's like a very small difference in it, but like basically through DeFi, you're able to like make more from your money because you receive incentives for putting your assets somewhere and then those incentives you either like convert them or like do something else with it and so your pool just like grows larger and larger and larger and uh, yeah no definitely there's to be honest i started learning like a month and a half ago in DeFi, and uh y- you'll be amazed by the amount of money that like circulates like food this is is very insane like they there's, nof- there's nothing quite like it in terms of, like, you putting your money somewhere. It gives you, like, rewards. You take those rewards, put them, in, like, in a pool. They give you other rewards. You put them in a farm. You take those f- those farm tokens. You put them somewhere else. It sounds insane, but you're making money from, like, all sides. You should really check it out. When you're, like, more experienced. <laughs> and, yeah, that's about it. All right, that's my little take. Girl, yeah, my
0: guy, you're a motherfucking beast. Appreciate you rolling through, coming here, giving me your time to talk about this. Um, we're definitely going to do this again, part two, part three. And for the rest of you motherfuckers listening, thank you. Thank you, Guillaume, Thank you.
1: Thank you, everyone. Well, I really appreciate it. I'll be more structured in my answer, like, next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, that was wonderful. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: So that's a wrap then, I guess. Uh, episode two, fuck you. And thank you to my boy, Guillaume. Uh, that's Joey's podcast, man. That's a wrap. We out this bitch. Uh, stay up, y'all. Tune in. We got another another one coming soon. Appreciate it. We out.